pension veterans, and everyone who's ready to change their lives. Welcome to the Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. Join your host, Marine Corps-trained motivator, Christina Silva, as she connects with experts, innovators, and military heroes. Now, let's get started. Here is Christina Silva. Yeah. And we're back with another time to continue educating our veterans live. Now it's already June 2021, and it's important that we give you the proper resources and information to build your future filled with resilience and by way of real estate investing. So we have an amazing show that's going to empower military and veteran communities, our law enforcement, police and first responders all around the world. And in this episode during April and May, we concentrated on our military youth during month of the military child. And then in May, we honored our spouses from Cami's to civvies. Do we realize how grateful we are for freedom? We do when we have each and every Memorial Day to remember those that have been lost and those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Now, these taglines we use not so lightly on the Christina Silva Show because our heroes have lives in their uniforms and in their casual wear. So we want every family mate to be encouraged by a moment of silence as we thank each and every era Every soldier, coastie, naval sailor, army soldier, airman, and our law enforcement officers, first responders, and clergy while old glory is flying today. Please help me remember that in God we trust with a moment of silence for the fallen. And God continues to bless us with such amazing guests that come to share their trailblazing portals and life stories with us. And we're going to have a wonderful first guest that serves his entire life with over 20 years of Army service as a first sergeant. He is well-educated with his degree, and he got his MBA and has utilized his full veteran package while he leads teams to rebuild communities from the ground up. And with a spirit of volunteerism, let us welcome our state of California leader from Team Rubicon and the United States Army of 22 years in service, Kevin Coflo to the Christina Silva Show. Welcome, Kevin. Hi, Christina. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for being here in such a short time. I knew that when I found Team Rubicon in the city of El Segundo headquarters, that I would be on a mission to meet the founders of the organization that helps to rebuild communities and respond to natural disaster. So I went through the amazing Team Rubicon USA.org online FEMA training and also became a gray shirt. So let's start with a little bit about your mission as a military soldier and take us back first before we get to today's date about your military service in the United States Army and U.S. Army National Guard. I'm a 22-year veteran of the Army and the Guard. I did shoot two years guard and then I went uh, active duty. Um, I had 11 Bravo Infantry MOS. I finished up with the uh, the third ID after uh, uh, two tours of Iraq, and I got out in 2007 uh, looking for the next chapter and uh, to move on. Thank you, Kevin. I see you have a long career and you understand the importance and value of real estate equity from a land development perspective and also special projects. And that is why you're a perfect fit for today's show entitled Rebuilding with Resilience and a Futures equitable position in real estate. Share with me a little bit about your military service, how it has related over the years to your professional career. Uh, The military side of the house, you know, you never go looking for something outside of serving, at least I didn't. And along the way, you start figuring out that there are skill sets being built and you're uh, exposed to so many things outside the military as you're growing through your career. And based off of living in different places uh, in the United States, I was exposed to real estate. So uh, it was one of those things I had a rule as you buy a house, you never sell it. Um, And so it kind of added up into a little bit of a portfolio. And um, by the time I retired, um, between the Army retirement and the real estate portfolio, I didn't really have to do anything. So it left me for the to pursue a a uh, education and a career of my own choice, uh, executing uh, some more time in in real estate 
and uh, growing that portfolio, getting into construction a bit, uh, commercial building, things like that. You are an exemplary leader in all of the clean writing style ethics of our production company, which means to utilize your benefits with pride, honor, and glory, and also to share tips once you've become a master in real estate to have retired. The key to all of the ladder of success ends in volunteerism. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, I really, you know, you, you finish and you get so much out of a career that you really just want to be able to give back the way you can, any way you can. And because of that journey that I had, it gave me, again, the ability to pick and choose how I gave back. And, and that's how I kind of ended up with Team Rubicon. Most definitely. Well, with 12 years of developing strategies and maintaining portfolios of over $100 million in real estate and also managing your own personal portfolio, you truly are an example for our listeners who expect us as military subject matter experts to give them the true skinny on things. Because when you're trying to become a homeowner and file a disabled American veteran claim or you're having pride and you don't want to redeem your benefits, shows like this and testimonials like yours truly help get our military comrades off the fence. So thank you for being our incident commander, knowing from Kuwait in deployment all the way to the task force leader in hurricanes in Louisiana, where I'm from, that pandemic response and other missions that you've led means there is no I in team. Tell us about some of your incident commander duties at Team Rubicon and managing nine districts in California, how important it is for others to get involved in their community so they're ready willing and able to be resilient because a natural disaster is pretty much inevitable. Correct, Kevin? Correct. Absolutely. Um, Some of the importance on getting involved in the volunteerism in your local uh, community, our founder, Jake Wood, uh, found that when we responded to one of our biggest uh, disasters, it was Hurricane Harvey during Houston. And when he looked at the number of veterans that lived in the Houston area, and if only 10% of those veterans were members of Team Rubicon, we would not have had to deploy people from throughout the United States to go help. So we really started focusing on what we call resilient city strategy. And it goes to what you just brought up, the importance of being prepared to take care of your own family, your own neighborhoods and your community by participating in in local trainings, local events, uh, understanding uh, what CERT programs are available, uh, you know, ham radio clubs, uh, American Red Cross, other organizations like that. Some of my experiences uh, with Team Rubicon as far as uh, deploying, we've got both uh, blue skies and gray skies. So blue skies is when things are going well We focus on training. We focus on camaraderie. Uh, Just like in the military, when you go to war, that's not the time to build your team and figure out who can lead and who can do what. You need to do that during peacetime. Just like Team Rubicon does it during our blue skies, when we don't have disasters to respond to, we focus on training, identifying leadership potential, um, executing uh, projects, in the FEMA format, which is very similar to the military uh, way, the four, uh, um, I guess in the army, we call them the four S's, the S1 through the S4. Um, and X and practicing that before something really happens. As far as gray skies goes, um, some of my experience has been with, see, uh, I've deployed through the Santa Rosa fires, uh, some of the uh, tropical hurricanes uh, in uh, Kauai back in 2018, uh, Hurricane Harvey in Houston. I was um, Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas. Uh, most recently, I was in uh, Lake Charles in Louisiana. And as you get more experience in a disaster group, it, you really start falling back on, you know, some people are leaders, some people our followers, and you kind of drift to the, uh, the place that best, uh, where your, your talents are best utilized. So that's kind of where I'm at with, um, as far as the Grace Guy side and the experience uh, with that. 
Thank you so much. We're talking with Kevin Coplow of Team Rubicon in his volunteer giving back missions with over 12 years of experience and also from his Army career, 22 years in leading teams and setting teams up within their skill sets, in their leadership roles and ranks, that's what saves lives and readiness. You can get involved in your community because we all agree that when you start volunteering, there's such a spirit of purpose and calling on you that is sparked when you agree to find the organization you want to give back and become a part of. And Team Rubicon USA gives you that opportunity when you're well to respond and to truly appreciate being an American and also having the freedoms when you're in blue skies, when the gray skies hit, when you give back to help someone else, that is what it's all about. That giving and being involved to learn about management skills from multi-levels. You can learn from Kevin and a team. And so let's go into California and the nine districts, how you guys actually set up to deploy should a natural disaster occur. So we're task organized pretty much by county or geographic uh, boundaries. We've got Central Coast, which includes San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, and Ventura, and they're isolated with that uh, coastal mountain range that runs between Bakersfield or Kern County and the, the Central Coast. We've got Kern County and Bakersfield. We've got the Inland Empire, which is San Bernardino and Riverside. We have uh, San Diego and Imperial County. We've got Orange County, and then we've got Los Angeles County, which is actually divided up by into four different groups. Again, we try to follow the FEMA standards of SPANIC control. So we lay out those areas based off of population, not so much geography, but uh, as far as how much geography you're covering, but the amount of people in those uh, particular areas so we can properly respond. Uh, We've got city teams in each of those uh, metros that we call them, our districts. And we have a, an admin, basically your company commander, or your company first sergeant. And then we've got uh, planners that get a seat at the table. They engage with local emergency managers, other volunteer organizations to make sure they're in part of the playbook when a disaster happens. We've got membership coordinators that uh, build the bench, so to, so to speak. They build the team. Uh, they reach out. They greet people when they first join. They help them navigate through our computer system and make sure they get trained. We've got field ops uh, people, which I would call the kind of the grumpy old platoon sergeant. They, they know what's going on in the field. They've got some experience. So those are the people that when something happens or when we're setting up a response, uh, we send them out into the field. We have uh, logistics people. Uh, I can't run anything without uh, logistics. Uh, They make sure we have vehicles, uh, equipment, and, um, you know, proper lodging, uh, food, things like that. And then lastly, we have communications, which not only deal with internal communications, but external communications, as in uh, public information officers dealing with the media and whatnot. This is excellent. It's run like a smooth ship and also like a squadron at combat situations. Team Rubicon is the place to be with the organization you need. And when they deploy, they go with supplies and not without the help of thousands of volunteers and their team of founders and executives that work to make sure Team Rubicon is ready to respond to natural disasters all over the world. So special thanks to Team Rubicon. And I had the very wonderful pleasure of interviewing our naval Representative Lieutenant Commander Arthur Delacruz months back, and I really appreciated him speaking years before with me at Northrop Grumman during a Christmas season expose about why volunteering is important after a lifetime of service and leadership. Share with us one final series of memories that you have from over the years serving as a Team Rubicon leader so that we can give the world empathy on what you go through when you see a disaster from start to finish. You know, I... I think I'll take a personal or a note out of my my personal experiences on why I joined Team Rubicon. I joined in 2014. I wasn't super active because I was, you know, I was focused on other things. And the the 2016 elections had just happened. And I don't care what your politics are or whatever, but I was just so disgruntled. I was so unhappy the way people would treat each other on social media. And I was like, what happened to the nation that I just spent 22 years supporting and defending? 
where people can't even talk civil to each other about their personal beliefs. And Hurricane uh, Harvey happened in Houston. And I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going. And I just needed to get out. And I went to this event and uh, I was on the first wave. It was a uh, American Airlines donated aircraft out of LAX. So we had sent 120 people out of the LA area. And we arrived in Houston. And when we started to get into the field and helping these people on their very worst day, they have lost everything, uh, you know, 10, 12, 15 feet of water, everything was gone. And all they could do is give you a hug at the end of the day of, you know, as you're going through their homes and gutting them and trying to help them start on their very first day back to rebuilding, they gave you a hug, you know, they, you cried with them and it really meant a lot to me. And what I walked away from that with was you turn off the TV, you turn off the internet, you know, you stop going into your sounding rooms and people really do get along. Americans are really good people. They really, when you stop telling them what to believe, they really are good to each other. So when I came home from that, it was pretty much, okay, I'm sold on this. And that's when I really dove in and started uh, volunteering. And I've not looked back since. I have every event I've ever been to, I have walked away with a hug, a high five or whatever. And that's plenty of payment for me. Uh, it, it's just such a great feeling to walk away from. Wow. Distress and delight in the missions at Team Rubicon with our special guest, Kevin Coflo, today sharing a little bit about his life story as a U.S. Army soldier for life and also now the California State Director at Team Rubicon. He's also a member of volunteering with several organizations I happen to be a part of, and I'm so proud to say thank you that you qualify to be a VFW Veterans of Foreign Wars member of the Laguna Niguel chapter, also the American Legion in Newport Beach, Post 291, and other amazing, perfect organizations to help resilience become a creative solution each and every day. You've got to have a break on the waters. Tell us a little about your involvement with Anchors Away Sailing for the Disadvantaged Children near Dana Point. That's a great program too. Um, a lot of kids are, everybody thinks when you go into foster, it's because you got yanked out of a home uh, because something your parents did. And a lot of times, some of these kids are just troubled. Uh, they've just gone the wrong direction and they're court ordered to go into some of these foster facilities. And Anchors Away works with these foster facilities and takes them out and tries to teach them some new skills, some, some teamwork uh, on a sailboat. If you've ever been on a sailboat, there's all sorts of moving parts and everybody's got to work as a team. So once a month, we take, uh, we take kids out. We get anywhere between four and five boats and we put uh, four or five uh, kids on each boat. And it's just team building, um, having a great time out on the water, you know, getting a chance to, you know, whales and dolphins and things like that. So it's... Um, kind of showing them the other side, you know, you work hard, you work as a team. Uh, this is where you're going to end up. So it's, it's, to me, it's a great program. This is so great. We use Educating Our Veterans Live as a platform over the last 15 years to bring together our comrades and really to show them that they are more than conquerors with their skill sets and that there's certainly hope if they want to break into a division in construction or lending or real estate after the service, because we have all become a-type personalities, and we can lead, but we can also learn how to follow, and active listening is part of resilience. So we hope that you're enjoying a portal into Kevin Coplow's life and that you want to visit TeamRubiconUSA.org to become a gray shirt like me, your host, Christina Silva. Kevin, no man is an island, says an amazing poet from England. His name is John Dunn. And no man is an island is based on a godly measure of unity because in the end, we're all alike when disaster strikes. So I just want to thank you for carrying on the ethic about camaraderie and showing through your interview today that you care about everyone discovering the greatness of volunteering and that they can retire too. So this exercise on the show is to show your fellow Army soldiers for life and future soldiers that you utilized your benefits and let's share your VA home loan eligibility first home buyer experience. Shoot. That was back in 1989. I was four years in and I bought my, my first house um, 
out in the Barstow area um, with Fort Irwin. Um, you know, kind of scary time. I think I was, shoot, you know, 22, 23, and not many kids are used to buying homes at, at that time. And I was still single. So um, I, I did that. Um, like I said, I never, I never sold the, the, the home. So I kept that one. And then when I moved and my next duty station, because I was a California resident, I had at the time what was called a Calvet loan. So you can't, so I was, I was, uh, qualified to have that loan as well. So I went with the second one and I got the second, um, home. And then by the time I was transferred the next time, I um, had refinanced my first home with a regular loan because by that time the the equi- debt equity was fine, and I used my my VA into my third home, and I've used my VA, my Calvet, and my VA loan six times, um, just rotating things over the last twenty two years or during my twenty two years service. And my current home in right now is is also uh, a VA loan. Well, if you want to in- retire, invest, buy and sell with CRS and listen to our fellow comrade military veteran home buyers and utilize your VA home loan eligibility over and over again, we are licensed professionals on the line willing to help you discover that you can be a hero in San Diego too. And every Christina Silva show, I'm your licensed broker, California 01260394 with my outreach lines to help you get started with home ownership because we're on a mission to end the 22 and one, reducing the suicide risks and also to make sure there's no homeless veteran. Do you realize what your VA home loan eligibility certificate can help you start, manage and retain? Well, Kevin Cothlope is living proof that he's retired and does what he wants to do on weekends and that's helping to rebuild communities with resilience and to retire with equitable VA funding on the line all the time. Thank you, Kevin, for sharing your testimonial because now, right after this break on the Christina Silva Show, we're going to hear from our lending expert and founder partner of the San Diego Heroes Benefit. And if you're ready for your closing costs to be a snap and to use your CalVet home loan eligibility, visit calvet.ca.gov and register for your own account online. And if you want to get your DD-214, All you have to do is visit va.gov and get your portal and registration process started at ebenefits.va.gov. And when you become that homeowner, you can leave on excursions and help the world at teamrubiconusa.org. You're listening to The Christina Silva Show. And when we come back, we'll continue with Kevin Kothlow of Team Rubicon and our subject matter expert, U.S. Army soldier himself, Anthony Ramirez from Heroes San Diego, right after these words. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Paco's Tacos and Grill is conveniently located adjacent to the Strip and Nellis Air Force Base. Paco's Tacos and Grill's specialties are in catering for your next event. Choose Paco's Tacos and Grill at 3438 East Sahara Avenue, Suite 185 in Las Vegas. Burritos, tacos, platters, and more. Ask for Paco and dial 702-654-3193. That's 702-654-3193. Join our call to action and meet CRS, your host of the Christina Silva Show. Educating our veterans live is a community responsibility, and we'd like to thank our sponsors for their dedication and compassion for U.S. military troops and their families. Educating our veterans live with CRS, the founder of Cami's Two Civvies, mental health awareness, housing, employment, and higher education resources to the forefront. Tune in to the Christina Silva Show on the Voice America Variety Channel. We transform, adapt, and overcome from Cami's Two Civvies. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to The Christina Silva Show, educating our veterans live. If you'd like to call in during our live show, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. For more information about the show, email crsprods at gmail.com. That's crsprods at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. We are building futures and resilience with real estate and volunteerism. Fans, this is an awesome way to thank our Army heroes, two of them no less, and a female spotlight, because from Cammies to Civvies, we truly care about transformation, adaptation, and overcoming with our equity. And we bring you the subject matter experts that can bring it to pass for you and with you. Do you realize that military and veteran families can realize equity today and the capability to buy makes them eligible for wealth on and on? Well, our next guest on the Christina Silva Show is joining Kevin Coughlow, and his name is Mr. Anthony Ramirez to tell you that as an Army hero, he is ready tactically and personally with professionalism to help you gain control of your benefits, starting with a mere certificate for your VA home loan. Welcome, Anthony Ramirez, to the Christina Silva Show. Anthony and Kevin, we are so excited that we hold a dollar Eleven Bravo, Eleven Bravo. (laughs) Hoorah, who went to the United States Army. He could barely contain himself. Take it away, Anthony, and just share with us about your Army career and tell the fans how great it is of a time in this weird, unprecedented real estate market to buy. Tell us you know what? Uh, where do I begin? I, I, I started in the Army in uh, August of 1996 and got out in 2002. Started off as an 11 Bravo and transitioned into a 19 Delta, did a little reconnaissance uh, and whatnots on the border. This is before 9-11 happened. So I used to do some drug evasion out there, a little bang, bang. And um, realized after getting shot back at, you know, it's not fun. And the people you're dealing with is not in a good environment. <laughs> Let me just tell you lightly. So... Uh, came out of that, went to college here in San Diego, and afterwards uh, started investing in real estate when I was 25. Bought well, my first fourplex right by San Diego State, started renting the whole thing out, and uh, ever since then, I was just picking up a property every year and went going from there, and then uh, got, luckily got into mortgage banking. So had a best, one of my best friends roll up to my house one day with a nice new BMW, and I was like, bro, what are you doing? And, he, you know. I do mortgage banking. I do loans. And this is, you know, 2004, I want to say. And uh, yeah, I just went in there with my high and tight, got a job, started working and doing my thing. Well, Kevin knows from six times using his VA home loan eligibility that your real estate testimonial is true as well. And we all want to retire with equity and make sure that we work less when we've served this country of America with the greatness of our freedoms. We have to get a hold of it and get a hold of it quick, especially with recovering from the pandemic and also knowing natural disaster can strike at any time. So share with us a little bit of highlights from what you learned at the first half of the show. And let's get down to business. You know, I was actually really happy to hear that. You know, he uses VA loan multiple times, which that's one of the myths and misconceptions that I talk about often is that people think that they, you know, get their VA loan one time shot. So they wait for their forever home. And it always breaks my heart when I hear that they're like, you know, 70 plus years old using that VA. I'm like, bro, you, you know, you can have this more than once or, and, and, and that's one of the funniest things. And, you know, um, when we do our, our workshops, one of the one things I bring up all the time is our ability to be self-sufficient to detriment. So, you know, we don't ask for help. It's one of those bad things that we do. At the same time, we like to be self-sufficient. So we're just sitting there on Google and whatnot. And I call them like hallway guidelines. So guys come across and they'll say, oh, you know, did you have a VA loan? And I heard you got bought a house. And oh, yeah, this was my experience. And all of a sudden, that becomes like this gospel. So much of my time spent is unwinding a lot of that misconception, right? And a lot of these guys, they think I can only have one VA loan at a time. I'm like, oh, no, bro, you can actually have more than one. This is how this works. And 
I closed the largest uh, VA transaction in Austin about a, almost a month now, like two point, almost 2.2 million, 100% financing. So Austin, Texas, number one is not expensive, right? But um, he's a good friend of mine. He's a retired lieutenant commander from the SEALs. And um, yeah, you know, it was just, it's just fun talking to the new agents and sales offices and builders about how VA works and the benefits that are available. And it still boggles my mind to this day. So that's pretty much all I do all day. Most definitely. Understanding the fine lines of print and real estate, especially real estate lending, is intimidating to the first-time borrower. But military individuals are trained and we're skilled. We're ready for that deployment if a natural disaster strikes. And we're also ready to discover information, absorb it quickly, and move with a call to action. So now we're going to learn today after the simple way of registering to find your VA home loan eligibility certificate at either CalVet or the VA itself. When you get that piece of paper, you have to have a trusted agent. So we have subject matter experts each week like yourself, Anthony Ramirez, to come and share with us the deep understanding about VA home loans. It's not just a guarantee. It's actually a maximum benefit you can utilize at the same time in multiple transactions or for once. So if you're wanting to know rent versus buying and why, you can listen to Anthony on the details of the fine ethics about VA lending. Take it away, Anthony. Let me explain a couple of different things. I just did a workshop last week for VA investors. Um, let's do some little numbers, okay? This is going to be some fun, decent little numbers. So typical BAH for an E5 with dependents, you're going to get about 3050 a month. 3050 a month. Do you know how much home that gets you for 3050 a month on a VA? With rates as low as they are right now, that's about $600,000 in buying power. And so when we start going over like hard numbers, not this make-believe or, you know, whatever, like true hard numbers, they're like, bro, that's like, what I pay in my BAH, I I know. And you're not getting the tax deduction of the interest and the benefits and your payments are the same for the next 30 years. And, and so we start breaking these things down or something that I go as well as I say, okay, if you're going to run a new place out, you're going to have to come up with first and last month security deposit. Pretty typical. You know, $3,000 times two, that's $6,000. But check this out. Your first payment is not for another month and a half out. You close today you're in May, you're not paying your first payment till July. So let's do a little math on this. And they realize it's actually cheaper for me to buy, even paying the closing costs and all the things added together, the numbers come out to be less than it would be for them to go rent. And so that's kind of the crazy thing. But the one big tip I'll tell people right now is that you can do 100% financing on multi-unit properties. So you can buy yourself a fourplex, 100%, no money down, and when we run the numbers, and this is a lot of my team guys do this. This is funny because this is one of the reasons why I work with a lot of these guys. They come back and they like to rent the rooms out because they're always, you know, two weeks in training. They come back two weeks in training. So they're very transient. So they rent the room out. So they buy a fourplex. All their team brothers are in there. And they're renting the room out for 1500 bucks. When you add up all the payments, the guy's living there for free. And the next guy says, hey, so how, how's Bradley doing this, bro? I'm like, oh. Well, let me explain. Pencil it out. I had a guy today. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, Smith, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Hey, so how do you, how do you get that duplex? Because I he told me what he pays and how much he collects in rent. That to me is the true benefit of using your VA benefits. You're maximizing what you can get. And so when I bought my fourplex, I was I put my wife through college. Didn't have to borrow a dime on that. You know, we lived there for free because all the other units were paying for our housing payments. Bought the next place, next condo. I bought a condo after that, used my VA loan, refinanced it, put it conventional, did another house. And so I just kept on doing this house, get some equity, refinance it to a conventional, free up my full entitlement, and then go to the next one and then go to the next one. And that was really simple. That's, well, that's the best part of my day. This is so great. We went from April, the month of mil military child, to May and military spouse appreciation, to June. The birthday of the United States Army is on the way, June 14th. And our gift to you is equity. So if you're listening and you are in boot camp and you've received your first leave and earnings statement, you are eligible to utilize your VA home loan eligibility in uniform camis to civvies, just like Kevin Cothlow. And we have our expert licensed lender on the line, Mr. Anthony Ramirez, U.S. Army, 
He has served all over the world, and for 17 years, he's got the answers to creative financing. And on the line, we have our guest from the first half that's going to challenge Anthony's knowledge with a scenario about his use of both VA and conventional financing. Along with your host and broker from CRS Investments, we are a military team hoping to inspire you towards choosing our team to get your own home loan equity started. Kevin? Why don't you take a look with one of your private scenarios when you remember early, early in your 20s using your VA and then converting that property into a conventional style loan. Put together a question for Anthony about past, present, and future with your portfolio. That's a good one. You're always trying to figure out, you know, where the markets are going to be the strongest and where they're going to be the weakest. And my, my real estate purchases were based off of where I was located. And a lot of investors have the ability, younger investors uh, particularly, have the ability to go where where the growth is. So I think my question would be uh, to Anthony is, how do you, as a service member looking to start uh, utilizing your the use of your VA loan, um, how do you uh, justify on where the, or how do you evaluate where the, the values of the area are going to be in five or 10 years? Is it worth the investment? Um, and how do you come about with an answer if you're brand new? You know, that's a great question. So, you know, there's a couple of different ways on the process, but my most preferential as far as explaining a good investment is working with the end result in mind. So first things first, no matter what, we always start with a budget. And it, it amazes me because budget-wise, they always come out with a dollar number. Let's say I want to spend $600,000. let us start with your monthly expense first. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take that number and work it backwards. So if your monthly expense is, let's say, uh, $2,500 a month, okay, $500,000. This is the amount you have. That blank check allows you to purchase a, a property by the beach in a studio, or you can move to Temecula and have yourself a mini mansion. It's up to you to really want to decide on what you want to do that. As far as property appreciation, you know, that's going to be very speculative depending on where you're going to have um, any sort of, of infrastructure rebuild or infill or density housing because there's areas that can increase in appreciation. When I chose my first property, one of my teachers um, was saying, you know, you always want to buy your investments in high rent neighborhoods, right? The ugliest house in the high rent neighborhood. So, I did that when I bought my my units. I did that when I bought my commercial building. I, I've, I've tried to do, stick to that formula because being close to a university, I know that the rent demand is going to be high. Sticking to the beach, my rent demand is going to be high. Things like that. So that's also partially a level of comfort zone. So I talk about the team guys because I do a lot of work with those guys. South of, of Coronado, which is a very expensive place to live, they'll maybe pick up a really beat up duplex or a triplex and put a little elbow grease, but knowing they also have a small base, you know, Coronado's right there, 32nd Street's close by. we got a lot of border patrol in the area. Rents are pretty solid there. So that's kind of the magical formula. Hopefully that answers your question. Um, but we start with the end budget in mind. Great yeah. answer. Great question. I love it because I agree with Kevin. It matters on how long you intend to keep the property because the markets usually shift every five years. I've seen the market crash over the 20 years I've been educating and being an investor myself. I learned that location, 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 and mm-hmm. time of, is of the essence is very key. So share with us with regard to properties in the Southern California area with prices so high, what the VA lending guideline maximums may be so that we can get our borrowers ready to understand the difference using Oceanside as a centrifugal point. Great, great question. So, okay, a couple of different things with VA because it, it is a very liberal program. So a couple of different things that are very distinctive from VA than traditional loans is it's not going to have mortgage insurance. So that by default, uh, the civilian version of that loan, which would be like an FHA, 600000 as a price point, they're paying an extra $400 a month for the same price point, just out the gate. It, for us in military, if you have a 10% disability or greater, then we have a funding fee waiver, which is a huge dollar figure that comes off the top. That's the second thing. But the third, which is a little scary to me sometimes, is that the way VA qualifies, and, and people make the misconception that it's always debt to income, but what VA has is what's called residual income. 
So they make a dollar figure based on your household size, how much money you have to have after you own the property, after your taxes, after your bills, after utilities, you should have X amount remaining. That being said, it allows you to qualify for a lot more than you want to spend. So guys will come 3,500 bucks a month. I can get you 5,000 a month at a million dollars, whatever you want. Oh, no, 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 that's too much. So I have to actually rein it down. VA is very liberal in that space, especially like I mentioned with like the units. You can buy a fourplex with six months reserve with zero down payment, right? Other programs, they won't allow that. No landlord history. They used to have landlord history. Don't have to have landlord history. And the way VA guidelines are really set up is really to protect the veteran, right? So we want to make sure that there's termite clearance or if you have a well, the well is taken care of. If you have septic, the septic is taken care of. Um, things like that. So I, and, and now knowing what I know today from the lending standpoint, if somebody wants to buy something, whether it be Oceanside or whatever, I have to put a little bit of guardrails in there. And that's why I always start with a budget first in mind. And I, and unfortunately, and I, we had our discussion earlier when somebody goes to like, and I'm not going to knock on any of the, uh, like the Navy feds or anything. It, they don't get that level of advice. It's a teller, a cashier, they do car loans, they do all these other things, and they'll just give them this big dollar amount. Oh, yeah, you qualify for, here you go, sir. Instead, working the number backwards based off of their monthly budget is the most critical thing. Things can change. Maybe you pay off a car, and we use that for the housing. Or maybe you get rid of your child care, and that can be now used towards housing, whatever. But design it around the budget, and then that dictates where you're going to live. Yes, and yes, we're educating our veterans live with our experts, two real estate investors, make that three with myself included from the United States Army. We have Kevin Cothlow of Team Rubicon, and he's invested and he served 22 years in the United States Army, living proof that the VA guarantee works. And Anthony Ramirez here to share his workshops in Education 365 in the San Diego area. Nationwide, he's able to help you get the rain started and have the control to maintain and keep your properties forever like Kevin. Christina and Anthony are here for you. So if you have more questions, stay tuned because the part of volunteerism, I know what it means to me. So Anthony, why don't you share with us what you learned about Team Rubicon and how prepared you are for natural disaster? You know, it's actually pretty fun because I was thinking about one thing um, before I got out of my transitioning. They, 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 they plugged this into a National Guard shop over here in San Diego where the one where they stole the tank and you went down that 163. It was a uh, Kearney Mesa, the Kearney Mesa Armory. So, uh, you know, it, and I got a chance to do a couple different things at the time. And I, I, I'm trying to remember back then we had I was in Santa Rosa once for the floods. So we went out there. God, that was in 97. I don't even remember how I got stuck with that project. Yeah, so it was just really fun. And my unit was a joint task force. So I had Marines tied with with Army. Yeah, we, we, they would just have us on random mission deployments like that. So I can appreciate the whole going out and, and you know, filling the sandbags. I just remember the story. Filling the sandbags. We had to go into a building because we were the only guys carrying uh, weapons. Normally, National Guard, you guys can't carry weapons, right? So they had a, not a warehouse, but like a big building that they had set up with tables and it was filled with all the convicts, right? All the orange jumpsuits because they were going to be using them to like fill sandbags. Wow. And we were, right, we walked in there with maybe eight of us and we looked around. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is the wrong place to be carrying weapons. <laughs> you know? But wow. it was interesting. Great story. We're rebuilding communities and we're also experiencing resilience through real estate and getting the courage to check out our VA home loan eligibility in a market that says there's low inventory. But guess what? There are a lot of private deals and for the military, sellers are moved. They appreciate our service so you can win those multiple offer situations. And educating our veterans live, we've got the answers for you. Check out 562-254-5420 for more questions. And if you want to get involved with Purpose, volunteer at teamrubicon.com. USA.org. That's Team Rubicon, USA.org. Get your gray shirt today. And Anthony, we know you love volunteering too. What is Heroes San Diego mission? You know, our mission is really to break a lot of the myths and misconceptions, quite frankly. I think um, there's so many veterans that don't take advantage of their, of their entitlements. 
They don't get walked through the process. We don't believe in no. We believe in not right now. And the reason I say that is because many times, especially with these younger guys, um, I see it from like Camp Pendleton a lot where, you know, they buy dirt bikes and, and, and jet skis and motorcycles and, you know, they got that consistent income coming in. And then when they move, they forget to turn off or turn in their Cox cable and turn in all the electricity, you know, the different things. And we see small collections start popping up. So by the time they are ready to buy, they're not in the right position. So I actually work with a Marine guy, a Marine unit, former Marine, that will go through and do credit repair for them. And, and we get them on the path for savings and get them on the path for ownership. So even if they don't qualify right now, at least help them along the way. And then because they are around other service members, breaking those misconceptions, I can't tell you how critical that is. There's so many times I've had people tell us while we're doing our thing um, live, and, it, it, and I, I hate sounding like a broken record because someone's uncle in 1972 used their VA loan and it was a one-time use, right? And so having to, to, to deprogram a lot of that stuff and show them how the tool they have using the VA loan specifically, what doors that can open up for them. And that's a big, that's, that's the eye opener. That's like the, uh, I, I physically see the aha moment happening. And I'm like, man, how come they never showed us like this? I said, bro, it's because they come in with a flag and a sucker. And they're like, we love our veterans. Instead of being like, all right, bro, if you were my little brother, let me explain to you what you need to know. That's all I want. Direct and straight to the point from the lender's mouth to our ears. Get started with your VA home loan eligibility and also buy units to help house a homeless fellow comrade. Have you ever thought about what you can do with commercial real estate and owning your own property? It is the successful foundation to your future like Kevin, Christina, and Anthony have professed. You can listen to this episode over and over again to inquire and learn more about the steps to home ownership and it begins with your savings and your faith. Now, Anthony, we want to hear about down payments. Who's got money to use their VA loan? Mm, good question. So you can technically, and I've done this a bunch of times, and it depends on market conditions, so I'll throw that caveat. But I closed a ton of transactions with a dollar out of their pocket, like literally. There's methods within VA, so whether we finance it into the, the, the interest rate and, and cover some of the closing costs that way, or we do a seller credit, um, that can cover some of the closing costs. Last year, when COVID, we had cancellations. We had a lot of seller credit covering closing costs. So we use our hero program to help cover some of the costs, maybe lender credit, maybe some seller credit, and they literally walk in and get back their deposit at closing. So it is doable. Um, but I do say market conditions because today, you know, we, we don't recommend that today just because it's such a competitive market, even though I just had one get accepted like that. So in terms of cash, though, really, really, people should keep between three to, to four months of savings set aside just because when you buy a new home, you know, it's not like renting. Your water heater goes out. The last thing you want to do is put it on a credit card and start that bad cycle all over again. Most definitely. Well, you can't go wrong with the charitable heart and planning for emergencies with your savings. Kevin, I want to know if you could thank some of the people that are important in your team and also give us a word of safety advice during these times while we're recovering from the pandemic as we close the Christina Silva Show. I'm going to take a page out of uh, Anthony's book. Um, as far as uh, mentors, something that I wasn't expecting is one of my my old first sergeants started training me on on basic uh, E8 first sergeant things, and it was really out of the ordinary. But he saw and he saw something in me, and he took the step forward to start training those um, those particular growth areas. And I really never understood it until I was in the same position, and was like if you really care about the people you're around, you got to reach out and really, and give them a hand up. And I was like, this is the way, um, not everybody has to go to the school of hard knocks to, to get ahead. So if you want to be a good human being, reach out to those people uh, you're working with. And if you see potential, um, give them a hand for the, the people that are open-minded, they're going to take it. So profound. Thank you, Kevin Kothlov, Team Rubicon, our U.S. Army First Sergeant. When I think of the first sergeants that I've been in touch with, I would love to give a shout out to Jason Higa of the United States Army. He's the first sergeant that prayed with me, stayed up with me, and also gave me a podium when he was traveling from 
the faraway land deployment. Jason Higa, salute to you on active duty, to you, your lovely wife, and your son. I'm still the community partner of the family of the U.S. Army. Thank you for your decorated service. First Sergeant Cothwell, once and always, I know you've on 24-hour duty saved a lot of lives and heard some stories and seen a lot of things. And I just wanted to share with you and all the tops around the world, from the Marine Corps to every branch, how grateful we are that a first sergeant is confidential. Ooh, I'm getting a little emotional. Confidential. They're a comrade and they're also a community partner that will always serve because you're trained. It just still has to be in your heart as a human being from your camis to civvies. So coming on the show today for Team Rubicon, I can't wait for you to don me with my gray shirt. And I look forward to the next and first expedition of me helping in a natural disaster because you'll be able to pick out my talents well and make a leader out of me in my own home community of the state of California. So thank you so much for joining us today. I would love to say thank you, thank you for your service. And now we get to know the definition of Memorial Day, Armed Forces Day, Veterans Day, and the importance of the Army birthday by the definition coming from Anthony Ramirez, U.S. Army veteran and loan specialist. Anthony, we talked pre-production about the importance of knowing the difference. So in this closing line from you, talk about those holidays and share with us about the meaning of this past Memorial Day and other holidays to come. Yeah, you know, I, I think this is this one's near and dear to my heart. So when we talk about our Memorial Day, it's a day of remembrance. I know that some people say, you know, happy Memorial Day. Not a problem with that. Happy for our freedom for the people that died for us. And having to remind people of that, that's what Memorial is about, is is people gave their lives in order for us to have this freedom. And our, our Veterans Day is actually that day. It's to remember all people that are served. And then, you know, you have the Armed Services Day, and that's for active duty people. And I think it's really important for us to acknowledge those type of things, because when we're talking about the veteran community, it's the veteran community, right? It's not just active duty military. We're all part of this big fraternity, right? But understanding the fundamental differences is really important to us, because they do present certain symbols. And um, if we don't acknowledge the um, sacrifice that... uh, the fallen soldiers that put on that uniform that can never take it off again, that are, that are there in, in perpetuity, right? Um, we would not have the freedoms we have today. So Beautifully said. Well, gentlemen, this has been so amazing saluting you in your Army uniforms and in your camis to civvies. You've been an excellent set of role models to help our world take advantage of their benefits. May was also Mental Health Awareness Month, and I'm a believer that taglines and certain days are with us to help us remember certain things, but Mental Health Awareness Day is every day. And if you want to reach out, the Veteran Crisis Hotline is there 24-7, and also there's information about housing, health, and higher education benefits like we talked about today. The number is 800-273-8255. This has been an excellent episode of The Christina Silva Show, and we honor our heroes and our military spotlight honoree, Francis Major Cheever. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Christina Silva Show. Be sure to check back for new episodes every Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you soon, and Semper Fi.